1: you want it you deserve
0: it so claim yours today good love is your relationship everything you want it to be are you living a fulfilled passionate life empowered with choices that ignite you to the next level good love makes your whole life better so join america's good love doctor dr brenda wade on a journey to your healthiest life yet a regular on dr oz and dr drew She's appeared on Oprah, Good Morning America, and is featured in countless publications from USA Today to Essence Magazine. The creator of life-changing Get Unstuck Now, Love, Money, and save seminars she's counseled millions. But today,
1: she's here just for you, with the
0: hottest topics, guests, and trends. This is Good Love
1: with Dr. Brenda Wade. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Good Love. I'm your love doctor, your good love doctor, and so happy to be with you. And you just heard our announcer, Ed, talk about my appearances on Dr. Oz, et cetera, et cetera. So let me tell you now, I would love to invite you to join me on November 18th when I return to the Dr. Oz show. And what a timely topic, because we're going into the holidays, a time of food, food, food. And we'll be talking with a woman who's 29 years old who has struggled with food problems her entire life. And I think there's something for everybody this time of year. And there's a lot of drama around the holidays It's the season of Thanksgiving. We know that those winter holidays are upon us. And food isn't the only thing that creates issues. What about that family drama? So tonight we have a terrific guest, Tammy Taylor, who's going to talk about mama drama, trauma, especially during the holidays. We need to figure out how to make that family time more of a celebration and less of what I call the annual massacre, not just of the turkey, but of the family. So you know that this program is all about good love. We're going to work as we always do to break the chains of what happened back then so you can be present with what's happening right now. We want to move in our thoughts and our feelings Beyond those old love patterns that are keeping us from true intimacy and get into some new patterns beyond the drama and the trauma that help us to create good love. Because good love isn't magic, everybody. It is something that we learn. Let me repeat that word learn how to create. So this program is your good love education. And we all need education to love better. So we have a mantra for this program. You know we do the mantra every week. I'd like you to do it with me. Take a deep breath. and The mantra is, I am worthy. Say that to yourself or say it out loud. I am worthy and I am deserving. Say that to yourself or out loud. I am worthy, and I am deserving, and I am so lovable. I am so lovable, and that is the absolute seed of good love. When we know we're worthy and deserving and lovable, it is so much easier for us to see others as worthy, deserving, and lovable. So there. And it is my pleasure to welcome Ms. Tammy Taylor to the show. Hi, Tammy. Yay, thank you so much. Hi, Dr. Wade. How are you? Oh, I'm great. I'm great. Excited to have you. Now, tell us about you. How did you get interested in mama drama and trauma? Mama drama trauma. Well, you
0: know, um, it is the projected unhealed aspects of our mother, that um, it's unconsciously the cause of physical or emotional trauma. Absolutely. having experienced that is what
1: really kind of got me on this path. Now, when you say you experienced it, tell us a little bit about you. What kind of mama drama and trauma came into your life, my dear? I had a
0: very good relationship with my mother growing up, and when I became an adult woman and began to make young woman mistakes, uh, as we all do, and um, my mother looked at me, and going through what she was going through at that particular stage in her life, I mirrored her shadow, and it it, it really... Um, it um what's the word what's the word, what's the word? it catalyzed a series of events, and um we became estranged uh she developed alcoholism and um she became someone I no longer knew. It was extremely devastating for me. I know oh, yes. that choices I was making in my life were devastating for her as well, and it was just. a a terrible, you know, traumatic event for
1: both of us. Um. Life. Life happens. You know, it happens. And especially, as you said, when you're young. And I just spent my last weekend doing an intervention for a family that have been struggling with alcohol addiction. And I can tell you that nobody is to blame when there's addictive illness All addictive illness is a result of trauma. It is a result of trauma because what is alcohol? Everybody knows this. It's a sedative. And if you're drinking or doing any kind of drug, it doesn't have to be alcohol. You can get high shopping. You can get high eating. That's what this Dr. Oz show is about on the 18th of November. That's the number one addiction. And as you'll learn, the young woman who uh we're talking about working within the show had a lot of trauma and led to eating. So alcoholism, eating, shopping, gambling, sex addiction, you name any addiction, the root cause is what you just said, Tammy, it is trauma. So for you, you were going through, as you say, young woman mistakes, and I don't call those mistakes here, I call that learning. Can I agree. I, I oh, totally. Are. Yeah. Yeah. So tell us a little more. How did things evolve? You and your mom became estranged. That means you stopped talking to each other. Yes, and I say mistakes because
0: my work is very passionate with what you have said in view that we all experience trauma, and so it's a very compassionate perspective for everyone involved. And so for me, um, I was learning and growing, as you say, and there are lessons that we learn. But what happens, my question is, in um, the little black book that I just uh, published, which is the reference guide for the book that's coming out early next year, it's what do you do when your mama doesn't want to fix her life? We know Jan Levansant, you know, talks about uh, fixing lives and is, you know, an expert at that. But what happens when your mama doesn't want to do that? Now uh-huh. what? Now
1: uh-huh.
0: what? Okay, and so now is the what that mama drama trauma addresses, and that is a process that I liken to Dorothy in The Wizard of Oz going on the Yellow Brick Road, and this journey through the Yellow Brick Road is what I call loving detachment. It's establishing healthy boundaries because we can't stop living our lives. We have all of this drama and all of this trauma in our lives, but I think that we are on the precipice. Humanity is at a stage where we're going to have to or we are actually recognizing slowly but surely that we are both ego and soul. So we have our ego identity and we're relating to each other and we have this survival identity attached to our family,
1: attached to our tribe. Now what do you mean, uh, wait a minute, Tammy, what do you mean when you say ego identity? Because these are words that may not have meaning for our audience. Break that down for us, would you? Our ego identity is our
0: family most specifically our parents, our mother, and our father. And so we identify with our family. They gave us our name. They told us who we were. They defined what was good and what was bad for us in our lives. And so this ego identity, this is who we are through this biography of religion, of beliefs, of attitudes that are conditioned. That's the ego. That's the ego. it's our biography. And so Uh we are that, we are that, we live through this ego identity, which is our biography that has been given to us, okay, genetically and astrologically and DNA, but it is conditioned and cultivated in our families. And so we are that to a degree, but we are more so soul, and our soul relationship with one another, it's really where these traumas emerge from. They don't emerge from the ego. We experience them as ego. But the source is in our soul, and our soul
1: is our God self, our spirit. Now, how does that, just go back up for a minute to you and your mom. When you look at your relationship with your mom, she has a serious illness. We call that illness alcoholism. How do you see the ego versus the soul identity playing out with you and your mom? Because that oh, might be an example that would help people understand it.
0: Yeah, you know, with uh, any type of um, alcoholism or any type of addiction, it's pain avoidance. And so we're not wanting to address some a message that soul wants to tell us. And it's a very important message, and it usually comes through pain because that's what gets our attention. It doesn't have to, and in the beginning it doesn't. But if we continue on a particular path, and in um, my experience with my mother, she has not addressed issues that now this is, what, 20 years on, but when that was going on with us, what I was mirroring, I was mentioning before I was mirroring mistakes, perceived mistakes, okay, that she made when I was in my 20s. She still hasn't
1: resolved those issues. Now, when you say mistakes, what do you mean, Annie? My father. And what do you mean when you say mirroring?
0: What I mean by mirroring is when we look at someone and we see that, we see ourselves in that person. You know, all parents can relate to that, seeing their child and seeing themselves in their child. And as children, we can look at our parents and we can see certain aspects of ourselves, you know, how we say things or how we behave in certain situations or
1: how we walk, how we look. That's mirroring. I know what you're saying. Sometimes I listen to my voice and I sound just like my mother. And sometimes I look in the mirror and go, whoa, hello, mom. Exactly. <laughs> so That's that physical. But the other part of it, it sounds like what you're saying is that crucial thing. Everybody knows this, because you've heard me talk about it. We can only repeat what we have learned. And that little child brain is a miniature recording device. So when you say mirroring, you mean what's in that little child brain comes out. We do that,
0: absolutely. We do that until we are Uh, consciously aware that we are doing that, and we choose whether or not we continue to do it or not. And addiction is about choosing to continue to do it.
1: Yes. Addiction is a tough one because once uh, the brain is addicted, we lose our ability to choose until we get help. But we do choose to continue with our
0: addictions. You know, we Yeah, we have- that's
1: part of the debate about addiction. So you and I may both be on one side of that debate versus the other, uh, you know, because we've got brain level, blood level, behavior level addiction. And when it's behavior level, you've got a choice. When it's brain level, blood level, you've got to get some help to get out of it. You've got to get some help.
0: I would not um, say that I would um, disagree with you about that, but what I will say is that the brain is just a storytelling tool from a soul perspective. It's just an apparatus. And so... These issues, from my perspective of what I'm working with here with loving detachment, is that the soul is undaunted by all of these things. It's the mm-hmm. ego that you're describing. The ego is having all of this overwhelmed with circumstance, and all this overwhelmed with psychotropic drugs, and all this overwhelmed with conditioning and expectations. Yes, absolutely. And so when we are identified with our body and we are identified with our biography to that degree, it does cause mental illness. And so we can address the illness within the illness or we can look at trauma for what it is, which is soul disassociation. It is disassociation from the soul because you're so Now, what do you mean your... when you
1: say disassociation from the soul? What does that mean?
0: completely oblivious to the fact that you're soul
1: first. Okay. Ah. Okay. So what you're saying is, from your perspective, when we forget or when we're not aware that we are soul first, that is when we run into trouble and start to identify with the trauma, identify with the drama. Is that, have I got it? Right, right, right. It's a. So in other words, this is where people get stuck. Right. You're just right, going around in a circle. Camera. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You're just going around in a circle like a hamster on a on a spinning wheel. You know, because the 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 brain, the human brain, that's all it's designed to do. You know, um, Dr. Candace Pearce her molecules of emotions, you know, she talks about how the brain is simply made up of neurons and uh, peptides that are communicating between one another based on per our perceptions. And so if those perceptions are limited to the degree that all you can see is through a prism of what you've been told since you've been born, you, you're going to run into a dead end at some point. That, that, that's, a, that's, a, that's a pretty limited scope And that's what happened to me That's what happens to all of us And we are traumatized by that Because the soul finally stands, Puts its foot down And it says that's as far as you Going to go sweetheart With this concept You are greater than that You have too much energy The energy that your that your soul has That your spirit has Cannot be limited by that scope but we insist through addiction to to keep that little mind. Gotta keep that little mind, gotta keep that little tribe, gotta keep that expectation about mom and daddy, gotta keep
1: gotta keep gotta keep, got keep that gotta keep that. now how you know. do we get how do we get to a point that the soul, which is saying you're more than that, you have all this energy, how do we get connected with the soul if somebody is stuck in that those levels of addiction how does somebody begin to connect with the soul? How does that work? It
0: is an aspiration. And the acronym ASPIRE are the steps of loving detachment. Because loving detachment isn't just about detaching from a toxic relationship with someone else, namely our mothers in this situation but it is also a detachment from that toxicity of that limited perspective within ourselves, that ego. And so aspire, A, is we acknowledge that that is where we are. I'm stuck. I'm at a dead end. I can't go anymore. S, we self-inquire. We begin the process of asking, is it true? All of these ideas that come up, that keep us stuck, that keep us frustrated, we suspend certain behaviors and question them. We process what we come up with after we have begun the shifting process of how we're seeing life. I, we open ourselves up to inspiration. Now, back up for one second. When you say process,
1: how do you process what's coming up? What does that mean exactly?
0: What you're doing when you process what's coming up is you're looking at what the answers are that you're getting from your self-inquiry. So, say for example, if through myself inquiry, I'm asking myself, as your motto says, as your anthem says, with mama drama trauma, we feel so unworthy because, you know, we are we're, we're dejected, we're rejected, we're emotionally abandoned, and so when you acknowledge that you have mama drama trauma, you begin to ask yourself, Am I really abandoned? Am I really unworthy? And you ask yourself that genuinely, looking around you at other sources of maternal love. I have many other aunts. I have uh, big sisters and neighbors who looked after me. And, you know, and so was it really true that I was abandoned? No, that was not true. And so we begin to process that because it's one thing to have the answer and knowing that there are other sources of maternal love, but it's another thing to actually process that and to actually begin the process of accepting, okay, this maternal thing is greater than my birth mother.
1: So it opens up your view of yourself and you can begin to see that even though your mother wasn't able to give you what you needed, somehow those other people did show up to fill in the hole. Yes. Yeah, that's yes. very powerful. Yeah, go on with, with the we were, we got to P
0: What's next? After we begin that processing, and, and this is a process that goes on and on and on and on. It's not a weekend workshop. <laughs> you know, it, this this, right. this takes a lot of excavation. It's, it's soul detox. I mean, it's detoxing the soul of this very, very dense ego that has tried to assert authority over spirit. And so, it's right. a it's a it's a detox. The I, Doctor Wade, is for be inspired. Just be inspired. Just allow yourself to be inspired by the 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 multitude, the generosity of the creator to bring you maternal love in all these different ways. Look for it. Appreciate it. Be inspired by it. You know, you can be inspired by going to the grocery store and uh, not expecting someone to, to have a nice little treat for you. Sometimes they cook those little things for you at the grocery store. That's an expression of maternal love. Mm. got it yeah. got you it you know just and, and it it just, it's just opening your heart and all of these steps like your book what mama couldn't teach us about love opens us up to working through our chakras with this and so the i is the fourth step and of course that's the fourth chakra that's the heart be inspired And rebirth is about sacrificing the sacred cow, that limited concept of birth mother being the only possible mother
1: ever, ever, ever,
0: ever. You have to sacrifice that. And that's a rebirthing
1: because it releases, that's the forgiveness piece. That is. All right. Well, we love forgiveness. We love it. Absolutely love it. So. We're now to rebirth, and what is the E? What is our final letter in ASPIRE? Emancipation. <laughs> Emancipation. <laughs> freedom, yay. Freedom.
0: Freedom, And, of, of course, freedom and all of these things have to do with recovery. And as you well know, Dr. Wade, recovery is a series of relapse. So we are able to catch ourselves wherever we are in our recovery process of freeing ourselves from MDT by being able to access any of these steps and working through them as we need to.
1: MDT, mama, drama, trauma. Well, there's a lot of that in the news right now. You know, Kris Jenner has been in the news. She's the matriarch of the Kardashian clan. She had a multimillion-dollar yep. divorce from her hubby Bruce Jenner and a lot of people are saying hey she's dating too soon you know what do you think about the headlines and the controversy oh my goodness. by the way by the way anyone who wants to join the conversation i should have said this a long time ago call us at 347 989 uh 0775 that's 3479890775 or you can hit us back on Facebook, Dr. Brenda Wade, or tweet us Dr. Brenda Wade. We'd love to hear from you. We have a few minutes left. So jump in. Yes. So what about uh Chris uh, Jenner? Chris Jenner, she
0: is a great mother. She is a great mother. Uh she is balanced in her polarities. Uh her yin and her yang. Um, in fact, um, you know that's the problem that people have with her. You know that she fully expresses her yang, femininely. Now, what is you yang? Know? What is well, yang? That's, that's that's the masculine. You know, that's the, you know, in, in Chinese medicine we talk about yin and yang, and Tao we talk about yin and yang. Well, of course, you know, the masculine, the conscious, the active, the um, you know, the vitalistic, the visible you know, part of the energetic source. Inner G, I-N-N-E-R, capital G, capital Y, the inner God you, expresses itself as masculine and feminine. And, of course, the soul is evolving to a point of balance. And so when we get to a point of balance, that is when we become a great mother. Great mothers are not born. They're made over many lifetimes. So you're
1: saying that she is a great mom because you feel that she's balanced energetically. So for those who are looking at this idea of mama drama trauma, and here the holidays are, in fact, we have a question here about that very thing. Uh, This person is writing to us on Facebook and says, I dread going home. In fact, because I am tired of the drama with my family, especially my mother's anger. What would you say to, I don't know if this is a man or a woman, they didn't sign. What would you say to this person?
0: I say congratulations for acknowledging yourself, for acknowledging your need for love the way you need it. I say congratulations to you for beginning the process of grieving the mother that you want so that you can accept the one that you have. I say that you are uh, beginning to live your life and stop putting it on hold, and I'm happy that you're not going to be putting your life on hold anymore. That doesn't mean that you won't come back together with your mother at some point or your family. When you are in trauma, it's triage. And you don't need to go back into the burning building. You know, we got to get out of this, um, you know, at all costs. We have all of these these fantasies and we feign all this forgiveness. That's not healthy. That's not healthy. Forgiveness is a process. You know, you, you really you really have to dig in. It is a soul detox process, and it starts with forgiving yourself. And so I congratulate you on acknowledging yourself because that sounds to me like you're you're going to begin to forgive yourself for all of these expectations and forgive yourself for not going home, possibly if that's what you decide to do, and begin to take care of yourself. This is very difficult work. It requires a lot of dedication and a tremendous, yes. tremendous amount of I couldn't agree
1: questions. with you more. Mama yes. drama trauma doesn't disappear overnight. It does take work, and it is important. It is important, and I love the way you said that, Tammy, that we start with acknowledging our own feelings and our own needs. Yay. Okay, one more question just popped up here. And this one is from Ted in Albany. Thank you, Ted, for writing in. Ted said, I didn't have a mother growing up, and I'm still angry about it. How do I deal with it? Oh, He's got a little more info. He says his mom left the family when he was three years old.
0: My life partner, uh, his mother left him when he was six, and um, yes, that is a source of of, of rage, and uh, that's root chakra, and um, you know we are either we tend to either overcompensate and be tremendously capable and secure and sound financially, phys- physically, materially, or we, we're complete and utter mess. Either way, we are unconsciously reacting to this rage, and so what I would say is um, you are you too are already on the path because you are acknowledging your rage. And so now what you want to start doing is asking yourself on those around the holidays or, 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 or conflicts that you have in relationships with women and these philosophies, these ideas, these attitudes that you've developed that you repeat to yourself that bring up rage for you, suspend them, the thoughts, Oh, she won't like me. They always leave. Whatever it is, suspend that for a moment and turn it around into a question. Is it true that she's going to leave me? Is it true that they always leave me? Why is that? Go deeper into that and begin to ask yourself so that you can take your power back. Your mother still has your power in areas of your life that you want it back. That's why you're angry. Now, the abandonment, That's a sole issue that I could go more into in terms of taking your power back there. But in this brief time, I would say you're on the path. Start suspending and inquiring of yourself about the truth of these things.
1: I love that. That's great advice. And everyone, you're listening to Tammy Taylor. Tammy, tell people how they can get in touch with you and what you've got going on that you're excited about right now. You talked about your little black book and your book coming out next year.
0: Yes, I'm excited about being on Dr. Brenda Wade's Good Love Show and all of my friends for listening and, and, and just supporting. I'm excited about that right here and right now. I am excited about people contacting me at com and just participating in our conversations and social media or to have access to my coaching that I do for MDT. So you can contact me there.
1: Beautiful. You can sign up for the newsletter as well. Mm -hmm. Great. All right, everyone, you know that I always encourage you to have many resources, to have books, to have mentors, to have teachers, to have coaches. Life is a team sport, and the people who are the best players have a team of coaches and mentors, and they keep learning, they keep growing, and they keep getting better and loving. And it starts with, I am worthy, I am deserving, and I am so lovable. All right, Tammy Taylor, thank you for talking to us about MDP, Mama Drama Trauma, which Tammy Taylor defines as a condition by which the mother inflicts the unhealed aspects of herself onto her children. And this is something that we all can work with and change. All right, everyone, thank you for joining us tonight. And please check me out on Facebook, on Twitter, Dr. Brenda Wade. Go to our website, drbrendawade.com. We're going to have a great quiz there for you on creating a food breakthrough during the holidays. And if you can tune in November 18th or set that DVR, join us for the Dr. Oz show as we create a food breakthrough with Natalie, who's 29 years old, and she is going to find out that it's not what she's eating, it is what is eating her that is creating the issue. All right, everyone, many blessings, much love. We'll be with you again next week. For more good love. I'm Dr. Brenda Wade. Thank you to Legron Green, our producer, to Cliff Dunning, our associate producer, and have a wonderful week. Mm-hmm.